want to take more than 10 years to do it, one year you will do it. Supernatural help. Receiving it For him, listen. Those who have gone ahead of you, you will overtake them. You will go fast in the midst of darkness, your light will shine. God has anointed Reverend S.O. Olivia to help people discover their victories in Christ through the power in the Word. Now, let's join Reverend S.O. Olivia. You will get there. You'll be above only, above only in every area of your life. Not under, not beneath. You'll be above only. So you are ordained for oral success. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, it says, you, you are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. That is talking about outstanding success. That everybody will behold and keep seeing you going ahead. In the name of Jesus from today, you will be above your contemporaries. That amen is not good for my prayer. I said you will be above others in the name of Jesus. That's God's will for you. Above others, above your contemporary. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. He said, I know the thought that I think towards you, thought of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Your expected end is what they call success. Arriving at your expected end is what they call success. And that's God's will for you in every area of your life, your profession, in your career. In the name of Jesus, I decree the testimony of failure in your life is over today in the name of Jesus Christ. All our covenant fathers succeeded. Everyone that worked with God succeeded. Abraham succeeded in every area. Genesis 24 verse 1. And Abraham was blessed. I mean, was old and well sickened in age, and the Lord had blessed him in all things, in all areas. He succeeded. He succeeded in every area. That's God's will for you and me. And we are told in Isaiah 51, verse 2, look unto Abraham, that be, unto Sarah that bear you, you say, I called him alone. I blessed him and I increased him. So, any example, anything you see in Abraham is God's will for you. God's will for you. God's will. Is... We see from scripture how Paul the apostle succeeded. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 to 8, you hear him saying in verse 7, I have kept the faith. I have finished the course. I have completed. I have arrived at my destination. I have done well. I have kept the faith. I have finished my course. I have fought a good fight. He arrived well. Jesus in John 19, verse 30, he said it is finished. Which means, whatever I came into the world to do, I have succeeded in doing it. That's God's will. God's will is that you succeed in every area of your life but there is a fundamental key that guarantees your success and it's called love for God your love for God but as it is written our anchor scripture 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9 I has not seen he has not heard it has never entered into the heart of man what God has prepared for those that love him Every genuine lover of God enjoy his grace for all round success. You'll never find anybody in scripture who loved God and failed. No. All of them succeeded. Abraham we just spoke about right now succeeded. Why? He loved God. You could see it in the way he was following God. Every move God spoke to him. Obeying God. Joseph succeeded. 
even in a strange land, in a strange land, succeeded by his love for God. David came on the scene, succeeded. How? By his love for God. Paul the apostle succeeded by his love for God. All great men in scripture, all great women in scripture, at their root is a genuine heart for God. You'll never find a man with outstanding success without a heart for God. Without a heart, without a genuine drive for God. Why? Because love for God empowers you with everything you need to succeed. Love does not fail. Everything may fail. Your hard work may fail. Your connection may fail you. Your education may fail you. All the certificates you have in this world may fail you. But love will never fail. When you have love for God, you have put yourself under a platform where you become a failure-proof person. First Corinthians 13 verse 8. He said, love, charity, never fail it. Charity, never fail it. Every other thing may fail. Prophecy may fail. Knowledge may fail. Career may fail. The people you know may fail you. But your love for God puts you on this, on the, on the, on the platform where you can never fail in any area of your life. When you love God, what is it that happens? Your love for God empowers you for all around success. And let's look at what is in love for God. One, when you genuinely love God, you come under the heavy anointing that guarantees success. You come under a heavy anointing that guarantees success. You are heavily anointed. The secret of David's all around success was the anointing of God he encountered. And David was a man that loved God with all his heart. Acts chapter 13 verse 22. I found David the son of Jesse. A man after my heart. First Samuel chapter 13 verse 14. I found David a man after my heart. When you are after God's heart. You are entitled to his anointing. And the anointing guarantees supernatural success. Psalm 89 verse 20. I found David my servant with whom... I have anointed with my holy oil. I have anointed with my holy oil. So, when you truly love God, you carry his anointing. And the anointing of God guarantees supernatural success. Even Jesus, nobody heard about him without the anointing. Nobody heard about Jesus without the anointing. Acts chapter 10, verse 38, how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. The anointing is what shoots out your destiny. The anointing destroys every barrier to success. The anointing destroys every form of limitation around you to your success. You need the anointing. The businessman needs the anointing. The career man needs the anointing. The career woman needs the anointing. Everybody needs the anointing. And your love for God brings you under a heavy anointing for supernatural success. Number two is divine nature. When you are a lover of God, you carry the nature of God. First John chapter 4 verse 16, the Bible says God is love. And anyone that loves him, God dwells in him. And him in God. He that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God that God in him. So, your love for God increases your divine content. Your love for God increases your divine content. And when your divine content increases, you carry God everywhere you go. And because God is never known to fail, you will never fail. God cannot write an exam and fail. 
God cannot be doing a professional and fail. God cannot be doing a particular business and fail. When your divine content, God increases in you, you can never fail. Somebody hearing me like that, you can never fail. Many are failing because they have only little content, if any at all, about God. Your love for God brings God into you and you into God. You wear God. God wears you. And there is no door that can be shut against God. God cannot appear somewhere and the door will be shut. Psalm 24, verse 7 to 10. Lift up your hands when you gate. Be lifted on your everlasting door. And let the king of glory come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty in battle. He is the king of glory. There is no door, no gate that can be shut against God. The more you love God, the deeper your love for God, the higher your level of success in life and destiny. Number three, what is it that you encounter by your love for God? You have access to divine wisdom. Divine wisdom. And everybody should know that the wisdom of God is the master key to a world of success. We are told, chapter 4, Proverbs 7, it says wisdom is the principal thing. The principal thing, the school of success. And with all you're getting, get wisdom. Get wisdom. Many are failing today in career and business because of lack of, lack of wisdom. With wisdom, everything about your life takes a new turn. Chapter 24, Proverbs 3 and 4. Through wisdom is an house builded. By understanding it is established. And the Bible says, through knowledge the chambers are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. You need wisdom to excel. You need wisdom for stability. You need wisdom for continuous progress in life. Isaiah chapter 3 verse 6. Verse 6. He said wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of the time. You succeed with divine wisdom. That was the secret of Joseph. A great lover of God. Genesis chapter 41. Verses 37. Verses 38 and 39. The king, Pharaoh, looked at him. He said, there is none as wise and as discreet as you. You carry the spirit of wisdom in you. You can't carry his wisdom and fail. The reason for failure is lack of God's wisdom. The wiser you are, the more successful you are. The wisest God is the most successful God. Psalm 104, verse 24. The wisest God, the most successful God. The wisest king that ever lived was the most successful king called Solomon. Very wise. The secret of his wisdom was rooted in the love of God. First Kings chapter 3, verses 3 to 13. He encountered God's wisdom on this platform of a genuine heart, a genuine love for God. And he showed, I decree for someone here today, may a new heart for God come upon you in the name of Jesus. May a new love for God come upon you in the name of Jesus. May you love God than ever before in the name of Jesus. And may you enter into a new level of wisdom from today in the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and shout three living amen to that. Number four. What is in love for God that empowers for all our success? Divine favor. Nothing changes a man's story like God's favor. Every encounter with favor turns your life around supernaturally. That favor comes upon you by your command of love. When you are deep in love for God, Deep in love for his kingdom, you carry on common favor. Psalm chapter 5, verse 12. That will arise and that will bless the righteous. With favor, you'll compass him as a shield. How did that favor come? Psalm 102, verse 13 to 15. He said, That will arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time to favor her. Yea, her set time 
is come for thy servant take a pleasure take a pleasure he loved god he loved his kingdom for thy servant take a pleasure in our stones and favor the days thereof verse 15 therefore the heathen shall fear the name of the lord hmm. and all the hidden all the hidden everyone shall fear god why because they can see god's favor at work in your life i decree today divine favor will bring an end to all your years of favor, failure in jesus name favor turn the destiny of joseph around Genesis 39, verses 2 and 3. Verses 21 and 23. Favor, favor. We shoot anybody to limelight overnight. Favor is what brings promotion. Favor is what opens doors for anybody. Divine favor, divine favor. Genesis chapter 41, from verse 38 to 45. Divine favor decorated Joseph. Divine favor turned his destiny around. But his favor was rooted in his love for God. He loved God passionately that even when Potiphar's wife put pressure on him to sleep with her, he ran away. He could not imagine himself offending God. He could not imagine himself offending his lover. You can't be a genuine lover of God and not carry his favor. Put your two hands on your head. I release upon everyone in this service this morning a new order of favor in the name of Jesus Christ. The favor that will open up your destiny open up your career open up your profession i command it to come upon you now in the name of jesus right i release upon you this morning favor for open doors let me hear your louder amen and thunder favor for supernatural increase favor for promotion receive it in the name of jesus i decree for you today the kind of favor you have never seen all your life after this morning service you will begin to enjoy it in the name of jesus the favor that will turn your career around, turn your profession around, turn your business around. Receive it now. 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 Receive it in the name of Jesus. So shall it be. Every encounter with favor will turn your destiny around. Very quickly, what are the proofs of your love for God? When you truly love God, what are the proofs? What are the characteristics? What is it that shows that you love God? Number one, when you love him, you will love his word. You will love his word. You are there in the world day and night. You will love his word. Your proof of your love for God is your genuine heart for the word of God. Psalm 9, verse 97 to 100. You hear David saying, Oh, how love I thy law. I love your word. It is my meditation all the day. When you love God, it will show by your heart for the world. Luke chapter 10 from verse 38 to 42. We see how Mary loved God and loved his word. When Martha was busy going up and down, like many people in the church, they are going up and down. They, are mind, they may sit down looking at you, but their mind is traveling up and down. But we see from scripture, Mary sat down with the world. Hearing the world, one thing is needful. And Mary has chosen that one thing that cannot be taken away from her. When you love him, you will love his word. God's word will play a paramount role in your life. Job 23 verse 12. Job said, neither have I gone back from your word. Mm -mm. For I have esteemed your word above my necessary food. I have esteemed your word. You are not permitted to eat breakfast in the morning without eating God's word. When you love God, you don't eat anything in the morning until you have eaten God's word. Matthew chapter 4 verse 4. It says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. When you love God, number two, you will obey him delightfully. 
you will obey God at all times delightfully. You obey him joyfully. You obey him sincerely. You obey him continually. Obedience becomes a way of life for you. First John chapter 5 verse 3. He said this is the love of God that will keep his commandment. This is the love of God that will keep his commandment. When you love him, you will commit, you will commit to keeping his commandment with joy. With joy. John chapter 14 verse 21 and 23. The Bible says, if any man love him, he will keep his word. If you truly love him, you will keep his word. You will keep his commandment. He that has my commandment and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. Anyone who has my word and keep my word is the one that loved me. And he shall be loved my father and I will love him. I will manifest myself to him in great success. Verse 23, quickly. Verse 23. And he said, if any man love me, he will keep my words. My father will love him. And will come unto him and make our abode with him. When you love him, you keep his word. Number three, when you love him, you will love his house. You will love his house. Nobody beg you to come to church. The house of God becomes number one in your life. Your first house, not second in your life. Psalm 122, verse 1. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go to the house of the Lord. You are there night and day. Luke chapter 2, verse 37. Talking about Anna, who was serving God with prayer and fasting night and day in the house of God. You are there in this house. Psalm 84, verse 10. David said, A day in the court is better than a thousand. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tent of wickedness. When you love him, you love, you love his house. You love his house. Psalm 87, from verse 1. You hear David describing his passion, his love for the house of God. When you love him, you love his house. Not the visitor in the house. Psalm 91 verse 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You are dwelling there. You are abiding there. Not a visitor. Many people here today are visitors in the house of God. Coming to church once a week is visiting the house of God. You are a visitor. The house of your lover is never far from you. The house of your lover never far from you. Can you imagine? When my wife and I were cutting and we eventually got married, I was pastor in the Leife, Oshun State. And my wife will leave Lagos early in the morning to come and do service with us. Praise the Lord. Now, Lagos to Ife on the Sunday morning may take about two to three hours. My wife will wake up very early and be driving to Ife because of love for Sunday morning service. The house of your lover is never far from you. They say, Oh, I live very far away. Ah, he said, Well, you are not in love. When you are in love, you are there night and day. I live far away after I live in Janike. When you are in love, the house of your lover is never far from you. Number four, when you truly love God, you will serve him. When you are not serving, you are not in love. The proof of your love for God is genuine service. Committed service. Faithfully serving the Lord. Not just attending your service right now. You are involved in the house of God. You can't be seeing what is not working in the house of your lover and you are doing nothing about it. You see paper on the floor in the house of your lover and you're not picking the paper. When you truly love God, you prove your love by genuine service. Not just by saying, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Singing will lead to frustration. Is somebody hearing me right now? What makes you qualify for all the blessings you have had area for all our success is your genuine love for God that you prove by your genuine service. Committed service. John chapter 12, verses 24 to 26. 
except the corn of a wheat fall to the ground and die, it abide alone. But when it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. And then in verse 25, if any man love me, love his life, he shall lose it. You are only concerned about it, I, me, myself. You will lose your life. He that hates his life in this world for my sake shall have it unto life eternal. And in verse 26, he says, if any man serve me, let him follow me. You are following. You are a follower. Not from a distance. Not just attending church every Sunday. No. You are a follower. And where there shall my, also my servant be. If any man serve me, he will my father honor. Honor with outstanding success. There is no honor in failure. You know, when you fail your exam, you don't go home. Is that not true? <laughs> Glory be to God. When somebody fails, you see him quiet. You see him, he has automatic quietness. And become gentle supernaturally. Amen. You know what I'm talking about? Many of you have explained it before. When you got your report sheet in school, and then you saw F, 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 and then 28 out of 30. You will stay back in the school. You won't go home. They will come and beg you to come home. When you now come home, they say, eat. You say, I'm not eating. Why? There is no honor in failure. There is honor in success. This year, God will honor you. A great man who lives in abroad right now that I know very well had an impact on my life in the early part of my of this of my of my salvation in the in the 80s. Finished from the University of, of Ibadondea. And you know what? He failed, and his whole life was characterized by failure. All the exam he did to qualify as a doctor, he failed virtually all of them in the teaching hospital there. And a Christian at the same time. But his attitude to God changed. And then he said to God, This same place where I've been despised in the hall, where they look down on me, please honor me there. There is no honor in failure. This year, God will honor you with success in Jesus' name. Amen. Lift your two hands and shout it three, three living amen to that. Amen. There is no honor in failure. You only honor those who are succeeding. When you hear Nigeria, I mean government, honoring people with all manner of uh, honorary anything, it is because they have succeeded. Nobody honor failure. They don't call a, a person to Abuja and say they are giving OFRU. No. Somebody you see they are giving any kind of title has succeeded in something or the, or the other. That's it. You only honor people who are succeeding. By the following year, in that same hall, that same hall where he was put to shame, God helped him. He cleared all his exams and came first and first. The last year, they were announcing him as failure. The following year, as soon as they called his name to come and come out, collect the prize for the first position, as he's arriving, collecting the prize, going back, they will call him again before he takes his seat. They will call him again the second time. They will call him again the third time. Everybody stood in innovation, loud innovation. They were clapping that same hall. Where? He was despised. Somebody is here today. Wherever you have been despised before you came into the service, that same place, my God will honor you there in the name of Jesus. If you are the one I thought your image should be louder than that. I say, my God will honor you there. My God will honor you there. My God will honor you there. I declare 2019 as your year of honor. Your year of outstanding success. You will succeed in your career. Succeed in your career. Succeed in your profession. Anything you lay your hand on this year will succeed. No record of failure in your life this year. The history of failure in your life is over. 
Lift your hand and shout a loud amen. I say no more failure in your life. No more failure in your career. No more failure in your profession. Lift your hand and shout a loud amen. Please be comfortable seated. When you are truly in love, you will serve him. Number four, when you love him, you will be passionate about soul winning. Passionate about winning souls to Christ. Because whatever God loves, you will love it. Whatever your love, 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 your lover love, you will love what your lover loves. There are many women here today. Naturally, they don't like football. They don't like football. They are not, they hate football. But because their husband likes football and he has a team that he does not know. Manchester United, Arsenal. That is his team. He does not know them. He has never seen them before. But that is his team. He can die for them. And when they are playing, he stamp, he's sitting before the television. Say, hey, hey, calling their name. Hey, the wife also joined behind. Hey, that's your, that's your friend there. That's your friend. You love what your husband loves. If you love God, you will love what God loves. Love, God loves souls. You want to see them saved. He gave his only begotten son to see souls saved. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believed in him should not perish but have whatever lasting life. He loves souls. He loves souls. He loves souls. He wants to see multitudes to get saved. I don't know how many souls you have won to Christ this year. I don't know how many you have spoken to. You see them every day all around you. Are you concerned about souls? When you love God, you will love souls. You want to see them saved. It's time for you to move out and commit to soul winning and let God decorate your life. This is your year. In the name of Jesus Christ, I release upon you now passion for souls in Jesus' name. Romans chapter 10 verse 1. Paul said, my prayer and my heart desire is to see Israel saved. My prayer and my heart desire is to see Israel saved. In fact, in chapter 9 verse 1, he said, I, let me be a cause so that they can be blessed. Hey, let me be a cause. Let, let them be taken away so that I can be blessed. Paul's hard desire is to see souls saved. Number five or six, when you love him, you love the brethren. You love people. The proof of your love for God is loving others around you. Assisting others. Reaching out to others. Demonstrating is your love for God in loving other fellows around you. Number seven, when you love him, you trust him. You trust him with all your heart. No alternatives. No. You love him with all your soul. Job 13 verse 15. You hear Job say, though he slay me, I will yet trust him. When you love him, you trust him with all your heart. You trust him with all your soul. Every genuine lover trusts his soul, his lover. You love, when you love somebody, you trust the person with your life. You trust him with your soul. When you love God, you prove it by your trust in him. Quickly, let me give you some basic steps to success. One is vision. Vision. Love is the fundamental that guarantee your outstanding success in every area. You must have a vision. Because without vision, the people perish. There is no success in view without vision. Proctor 29, verse 18. Vision is what defines your destination. Defines where you are going. If you don't know where you are going, how will you know where you have gotten there? Number two, be committed to the spirit of excellence. Nobody succeed with mediocrity. Doing things anyhow has already turned you to a failure. You succeed by committing your life to a lifestyle of excellence. Being my best in every area. 
Here you are, you are a banker there, be your best. Here you are, you are a secretary, be your best. Here you are, whatever you are doing anywhere, even in the church, be your best. Matthew 25, verse 21 and verse 23. He said, well done, thou good, good and faithful servant. You must be good in what you are doing for people to patronize you. Many of us, we operate in the spirit of mediocrity. You do things anyhow. Even your dressing. Combine dressing anyhow as if you are going to the moon. That's why you have not gone to the husband. Who will marry a, a woman that is going to the moon? The hair, somebody sits next to you, all your hair. They are tattooed have been there for the past six months. The hair is smelling. And you are praying every day for husband. God has had your prayer. God has spoken to the man, but when the man sees you, he turns his eye because of what he's smelling. Excellence. You are committed to the spirit of excellence in all that you are doing. Is somebody hearing me right now? We do a letter in our office and I see one small mistake. It's just I, they omitted. As against all, they should put there. I say they should hear the letter. They write it again. It's going outside. Anybody can read that letter. Every print that you see here, most of the time, I check with every print. Every flyer. No prince come out without me seeing it. Come on, change that color. Come on, change that. Come on, change that. Come on, change that. Come on, change that. Put this one there. Put that one there. Well done. Thou good and faithful servant. Approaching thing anyhow will make you an anyhow Christian. Chapter 6 of Daniel verse 3. And this Daniel was preferred above all the presidents. Preferred above all the princes. Why? Because an excellent spirit was found in him. Excellent spirit was found in him. I want to dedicate one of my members restaurant some years back in Ilefe while I was pastoring. Now, very beautiful woman, loving woman. In fact, one of the leaders in the church. But as soon as I prayed over that restaurant, I knew nobody would come there. I knew that the restaurant would so close down. I prayed, but I didn't close down. And it was a matter of time the restaurant closed down. Why? The food was, was a stupid food. The vegetable was like eating three. You are eating three, three in your mouth. And I said, no, nobody will come here. I dedicated somebody here, there in Suru, there was some time ago. From a small kiosk today, he has, he has a massive business right there with a massive structure. You know why? According to her testimony, she cooked not less than 20 something soup every day. But she's cooked the soup by herself to ensure that the taste is okay, perfectly well. You are excellent in what you are doing. Not approaching things anyhow. And this Daniel was preferred above all the president, all the princes. Why? An excellent spirit was found in him. Release that grace. Receive that grace right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Number three. Learn how to build bridges. Learn how to build bridges. Cultivate relationship. One person coming into your life can change your destiny forever. Between where you are now and where you desire to be, you need to know one person. And in Jesus' name, by this service today, that one person that will introduce you to your next phase in life, that will connect you to your long-awaited desire, you will encounter the person after the service in the name of Jesus Christ. Lift your hand and shout the ladder. Amen to that. My wife, was going to Sokoto for 
her NYC many years ago. And Sokoto is several kilometers from Lagos or from Kwara State where she graduated, University of Illinois. And in that vehicle, as they were traveling, she met somebody in the car. Just one woman in the car. The lady is in America today. Just one person in the car. Because in the, I mean, when you travel with some of these people in the north, every area they get to, they must pray. This driver, they will pray. And that's, you must be committed the way they are committed. Muslims are very committed. They are, Christians are not committed. We are talking about prayer and fasting. Now, many of you are not fasting. You, are not, you have eaten this morning. Many of you are not fasting. You can't see Islamic prayer fasting. And they are not committed. They are there. They pray 5 a.m. in the morning. Pray several times. I live in the north. You hear their noise every time. This, now we are meeting to Burundi. Somebody is sleeping here. Somebody. He, he does not make any minute to him. And he's complaining that he's been standing for some, some, some years. Very committed. On their journey, any journey they are making, anywhere they get to and prayer hour come, they will pack the car. Whoever you are inside the car, you must join them. Many of you don't know that in the south here. You don't know that. I lived there before. Once it's prayer time in the afternoon, they park somewhere under the tree. And then they will go and pray. You will wait for them to finish prayer. And they continue the journey. I was going to school in the place they call Mubi. Mubi is about 20 kilometers away from Cameroon. To travel to Mubi, I will have to go for about two, almost two days. So I knew what I was talking. I was always in vehicle with them. And so why they pass somewhere to pray? My wife was struggling to to do whatever they need to do as women. And there was a lady in that car that saw her struggling. And then put, brought a wrapper to her. I said, take this wrapper, engage this wrapper. And you know what? That lady became the vision helper for life. When they both served and they kept relationship, you learn how to build bridges. You come to church, somebody sitting next to you. You don't have to say, Chris, It's not in my class. You don't know what that person will do for you tomorrow. Is somebody hearing me right now? It was that woman that she met on that trip that introduced her to the place where she worked after the youth call and that place, that company opened up her destiny. That is where I met with her. Build bridges. Don't destroy bridges. The door you close today, you will need to pass through that door tomorrow. Don't leave a place and shut the door behind you. You may need to come back there tomorrow. Many of you, everywhere you go, you are script there. You are script everywhere. And everywhere is now sticking. You cannot go back. Today I pray. Whatever you have used your hand to spoil, any door you have used your hand to, to, to close, I pray for the mercy of God to open that door for you today in the name of Jesus Christ. You build bridges. We saw how Joseph found the chief butler and the chief baker in the prison. Didn't know them for me down. Reach out to them. Bless them. It was a chief butler that introduced Joseph to her destiny. To his destiny. Without a Paul, there is no Timothy. Without Elijah, there is no Elisha. Without a Moses, there is no Joshua. Learn how to build bridges. You bridge it, you bridge it up, you build it up, and connect to those around you. You never can tell what and who God will use to bless you. Stand to your feet.
so much to share with you. I have about eight of them, but I will pick it up in the second service. Lift your hands, everybody, and talk to him right now. This is your day. God has spoken to you today by his servant. For prayer and counseling, please call 0803-303-6140 or visit our website on www.tccng.org. You will get there.